Hello, this is your DM here. DM obviously stands for, did you miss me? Yep, I'm back, baby boy. Back to taking the reins, back to telling the story with my friends and loved ones and friends and family and loved ones and others. And Hey, welcome back. This is a recap episode for season one. So uh, if you are new to the show, hello, welcome. This is perfect for you. Um, if you are not new to the show, this is a great refresher on what has happened in season one because there was quite a bit as this episode length will show. Um, so go ahead and give it a listen. I strongly encourage if this is your first time ever listening to you might be wondering how we got here or if this is your first time encountering some of these plot points, I strongly encourage you that if you find something that you are deeply interested in, go back and listen to the actual full episodes of these plot lines because they are fantastically acted by my dear friends, Olivia, Tyler and Jesse. I guess I could toss myself in there as well, but uh, they, this, these Episodes are really amazing, but I just wanted to get like a, one episode. If you wanted to just catch up, listen to this episode, and then be caught up and ready to listen to season two, this is an option for you as well. So this is there for you. Um, if you're new here, again, welcome. Uh, you can tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW. That's the hashtag symbol YMBW. And then you can uh, share the show with your friends using the same hashtag or rate us five stars on iTunes. And all for all those, we'll sh- put your name in the show as a character. So you can do that. Uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash YMBW podcast. I'm talking for too long. You guys need to get into the episode. So get in there. Yes, Monsters are real. Or at least, that's what we're finding out today as thousands of otherworldly beings flood the streets of Chicago. Prime Minister and leader of the Conservative Party, Jaris Benson, has declared a state of emergency tonight, as creatures seemingly out of fairy tales have appeared in the streets of London overnight. Amazonian CEO and billionaire Jeffrey Bezos has died, apparently in relation to the sudden merging of our worlds. I don't know if them's aliens or demons or what, but they ain't belong in this country and they ain't belong in this world. Now today we have a very special guest, ladies and gentlemen. A real-life pixie. Pip, come on out here. Tonight at 8... The UN Secretary General briefs us on the secret society pulling the strings behind the scenes as we uncover more about the world of magic and fantasy that's been right under our noses. It is clear that the Society of the Weird and Terrifying has failed as an organization. I make a motion to disband this organization at once. I second. Great, another one. Hello, Mr. Fisher. My name is Detective Sean Gale. A pleasure. I would shake your hand, but... It is just a precaution, Mr. Fisher. (sighs) Look, I'm assuming you're here to ask the same three questions everyone else is. So let me save you a little time. I don't know where they are, I don't know where they're going, and I don't know how they got away. There. Happy? Not quite. You see, Mr. Fisher, Jack. Can I call you Jack? You can call me whatever you want if you take these chains off me, sweetheart. Oh. Huh. I didn't think that would work. Jack, let me cut to the chase. 
We need information, and you have it. Like I said. Context, Jack. I need context. You know those questions, the who, the what, the when, the where? I, I need to know all of that before we get to the magic why. This whole thing is a jigsaw puzzle, and I can't even make out the picture on the front of the box. Context. All right, you want context. I can give you context. Two conditions. One, you hear me out. All the way. No interrupting, no cutting the story short. Two, we need this documented. Record it if you can swing it. I don't want to have to repeat myself if you need more context. That can all be arranged. One more thing. Coffee. I need it. Bad. Oh, thank God. All right. So, the three people at the center of all of this. Julie Davenport, Cash Warner, and Wesley Barrett. That's where we need to start. You already told no us- No interrupting. Besides, you only know the official version. For this, we need to take a step back. Back to when these people became more than just people. When they decided, or in some instances were forced to decide, to become heroes. Tyler. Wes, I should say. You are at a casino. Where, where is this casino, actually? Reno. You see your mentor, Michael, walking through the door. Wes, I really need to talk to you. SWAT's been having a ton of trouble. We've we started hiring and looking for people without magical abilities. It's that bad. Olivia, your character. What is his name? Again? Cash Warner. Cash Warner. Yeah, cowboy boy. Um, you are locking up your dojo for the night. Um, what city are you in? What city is your dojo located in? Um, I think I am in Chicago. Um, what is your character's name again? Julie. Julie, that's right. Julie is at her day job. Fresh okay, fruit. Where is it? Where is it located? I'm going to say I'm in Illinois. Illinois? Okay. Um, not necessarily like Chicago or anything, right? Just like in uh, no. suburbia, Illinois. Okay. And suddenly there are the, the, the whole area just goes dark. It's pitch black. Suddenly you hear a loud explosion. Sorry, three armed guys bust down the doors and level their rifles at the entire place. What do you do? Yeah. You're, you're chatting it up with uh, one of the, the ladies you teach, um, Abigail. Yeah. And you hear her scream. Um, I grab my cane that's sort of just like kind of draped on the edge of um, like the receptionist stand and I gun it outside. You see like this shape in the shadows pull the shadows with it a little bit. You're not sure like what exactly is happening, but then um, it steps under this light and the shadows kind of like take a second to fall back from it. I'm gonna try to run at whatever the fuck it is. And I guess I'm gonna try to hit it with my cane. <laughs> According to the ordinances of the Society of the Weird and Terrifying, you are in violation of section 10-C of clause 700 in the Human Phaetonian Pack of 3654. I am chair Jack Fisher. Chair of Necromancy of SWAT. <sighs> Why do I always get the wild fay? And and your customers are screaming. Uh, you feel like just tired for a moment, and then you like kind of shake it off for a minute, and you realize you're you're grabbed by something. Cover your eyes and <laughs> <laughs> say Octus, and uh, throw that dust at him. And there's a was like a flashbang of color, 
Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to try and grab Michael's sleeve and try and drag him. Let's like, I'm going to throw myself against the glass, I guess. I'm going to drag Pob outside then. I'm going to pick up an item from the, the cashier's belt and swat at it with the item. I'm going to say a cereal box. It's, it's really taxing the longer you remember this to wipe your memory, so I'm just going to go ahead and start no, this. No, get away from me! Oh, fuck, oh, fuck, the thing, the thing, the thing, the thing! And I stop, and I turn around, and I'm pointing. Ah, the thing! Uh, I'm going to take off my shoe and throw it at the monster. You feel like this 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 warm energy around you kind of um, kind of go into the shoe for a moment, and you throw the shoe at it, and it kind of explodes a little bit when it hits the monster. Uh, that the guy laying on the ground, he kind of takes his mask off, and you recognize him. He is he is not like the boss guy, but he is one of the higher ups of the Bones family. One damage. Okay, I'm gonna go uh, get a fire extinguisher. So I'm gonna start spraying this thing with uh, with foam, I guess. Uh, ma'am, would you mind coming with us for a moment? We'd like to talk to you. Monsters are real, and you seem like the perfect candidate to fight them. <laughs> he he threw a shoe. Why do people always get hung up on that? Yeah. They were all incredible in their own ways, enough to get scouted for SWAT. Alright, so what did they do once they get brought into SWAT? You're here to get context, right? Hold your horses. How much do you even know about SWAT? I read the UN papers. An underground organization run by magic and monsters. I, I get the gist of it. It was so much more than that. We were tasked with maintaining the balance between two diametrically opposed worlds. We kept that going for centuries. Eh, but it ultimately failed. We'll get there. But first, these three got their footing in our organization. Wes. Good morning. You're back. You're handcuffed to this table, and it it seems like one of those... Has Wes ever been arrested? Fuck it. He presses the blue button, and then he presses the red button. Um, hello? I have to pee! Jesse, your your hands are chained above your head, your legs are chained. <laughs> you just lay there? Yeah, I'm All chained right. up. Uh, kind of uh, press it and your handcuffs come Kick off. Kick it. Oh, sick! Guess I'm not gonna do anything then. Okay, <laughs> you're just gonna lay there? Well, I'm stuck there. Wes calls out down, down the hall. Uh, hey buddy, you got any idea how to get out of here? Um, I'm trying to get this person outside of this room here. And you hear your click. Oh! The door. And the door comes open, and you join these two out in the hall. Thank God. I'm gonna go up to, what's going on here? Where are we? Uh, you say that, and he, um, he turns around, uh, and as he does, he kind of, uh, drops his hood, and he goes, <laughs> you guys took quite a while in there, uh. I didn't think you would ever make it. And you see Wes, you recognize him, obviously. It's Michael. Let's roll initiative. Michael goes, listen, I'm not going to hurt you guys, but you all are going to have to get past me to finish your tests. Wes turns to the group of people and he says, uh, all right, everyone listen up. Uh, magic Just is then, real. Julie um, runs <laughs> past you and tries to tackle him. But um, while I'm doing that, 
I'm gonna use Mei Chan and stick a finger up his butt. <laughs> um, you notice when uh, she she got slammed against the wall, she kind of shrunk a little bit. And Wes, you probably see this. Um, you realize she's a gnome. When he the the wolf kind of tumbles and falls and transforms, uh, not instead of that African American man, but um, you see he is a a elf. And then suddenly you hear like a like a a war scream. Jordan, you're here too. Huh. This is Wes. This is who you're talking about, Michael. Two of my favorite pupils. This is going to be amazing. Is Michael's <laughs> last name Tyson, just so I know beforehand? Um, he looks like his last name could be Tyson. I'm gonna try to just get my get my gangly little man hands in there and just That's a natural 20! Alright, he rolled a six. Huh. Uh Ash <laughs> kind of do like a, a step off the wall and then kind of like wrap his his leg around Michael's staff, and as he does that, he bends his arms around and kind of grabs Michael by the neck, and now has Michael uh, using his staff against his own neck. Wes, these two like have Michael almost pinned using uh, their their combined strength. Yeah, so I stumble back into the button. You, you beat all of my expectations for you. Nobody's, I I can't even grab Michael like that. How did you? What are you? I I mean um. I'm a karate teacher. You you guys saw those bounties in there. You'll be doing all the reconnaissance necessary for that, as well as for any diplomatic reasons. Now you all will be um, given your items. A lot of these items actually come from the world of the Outlands, but don't worry, they are they're fine for using. You see this like black this black circle kind of uh, kind of it's spinning around in this in this thing. And now I would not recommend uh, putting that in a bag of holding. Apparently. Strange things happen when you do that. We've heard people getting transported to, to the spirit realm. We've heard people just appear and fighting. We heard, uh, well, we didn't hear about it, but we kind of assumed that uh, somebody got transported to the Outlands. And you see this large, large monster uh, climb up, um, and it has hundreds of legs. This is a joke, right? This is like a, this is like hazing. Like they're gonna collapse, like when they. Unfortunately, no. It's a six, so, so maybe I will be rolling actual luck here. Oh yeah, see now that's a one. Yeah, you see um you see you see him like shaking and 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 trying to and then you see him turn into a cat. Oh, see now that's a nat one. <laughs> you guys notice that um the, the, these uh these medics are running around and like um the the unconscious people they're um they're handing the um them these beans. I I don't know if if I've officially introduced you to um Wes this is my adopted son. This is Jordan. Jordan. Wes. Wes was my student for a very long time. You know, you never told me you had a kid. You know, I, I saw you do that that glow thing again. What What is that? I don't know. It felt really good, though. These things are to protect you. Anything that goes faster than the, the speed of sound will... Uh, will be turned into a, a kinetic energy that uh, that spreads across your body. It's just, I don't know, it just feels tight in like a weird, weird way. I don't know, I'm not a huge, not the a huge fan. Places. These will facilitate your travels to the spirit realm. And it is customary for initiates to find their avatars in the spirit realm. And and Wes, you awake, but, but you're not Wes. You're Gimel the Great. The, the tiefling sorcerer of, of your world and Cash, you're not you're not Cash, you're you are Garnog the Great, the, the the powerful and and secretive rogue. And Julie, you're not Julie, you're well, 
Clarissa, the the powerful, powerful sword fighter. And you guys are sitting around a campfire with your your elf friend and and the small halfling. Right. So the military one just sits there in the torture chamber. The magic one turns into a cat, and the one with the knee loses his other shoe. And you're telling me that these three souls... Spirits. Spirits. Uh, Are these legendary heroes? It didn't make much sense to me either when I first heard it. But trust me, these guys have a lot more to offer than just their first impressions. So what did they do next? I'm assuming you had them, what, a... Slaying dragons and other magical stuff? No, actually. We we sent them on a tour of a botanical operation we were overseeing out in Boston. Right. Uh, nothing to note there, then? You'd think so. Okay. Well, you three are going on a field trip. This this branch is, is full of arcane powers that they've been researching for, for decades now. The Boston branch is one of our oldest. This means that you are not to touch anything. There's also been rumored that there's some activity from the Reaper down there. However, you're not to be engaged whatsoever if you encounter the Reaper. We're going to be sending you with one of our lead investigation specialists. I was the one that okayed Papa's request for you all to go on this mission. The Reaper attacks have been more strange than usual. Um, I'll be your guide, and my name is Arsenio. Y'all, is there a Sox game tonight? No, we're here on business. Yes, yes. we're here on business. All right, so that night, Wes and Cash are going to sneak out to the Sox game. I'm going to go just do rounds real quick, make sure that the area is secure and whatnot. Um, yeah, you see Arsenio. He walks in. He has a he has a cut on the the front of his uh, chest. It seems there's a little bit of mishap going on in this city. Um, I wasn't able to see who who attacked me, um, but it was a cloaked figure for sure. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Where did you get attacked? Um, I was I was down at the commons. Listen, you can get more beauty sleep after this, but Arsenio got attacked, and it might have been the Reaper, my dude. Ah, shit. Yeah. This. Wasn't something you couldn't relay to us in the morning? And then eventually you just come upon this huge chamber with all this plant life. Hi, I'm I'm Clara. I am the uh, assist, uh, assistant lab director here, or I guess uh, <laughs> uh, lab director's assistant. I don't know. You you all are are from SWAT, yeah? Me, me. Or um, kind of some of the, the older, more regular ones go, me, 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 me. So these are our assistants. Uh, Wes, you, you feel kind of gross. And then you see his skin turn a bright shade of blue. I got diagnosed with cool guy syndrome yesterday, so now I'm unconscious. <laughs> oh, no. You see Cash go limp, and it drops Cash to the ground. And Cash, I'm going to need you to make a death saving throw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, see, now that's a natural one. You guys see Cash on the floor starting to seize, um, and, and is actually coughing up blood, and you think he's actually starting to choke on his blood. Welcome to the biome lab. Um, actually, if you if you if you'd like, I can um, I could probably get some of that fruit up there from you. And you you take a look up, and it's um, it's like a coconut and a banana combined, and you don't even know how that works. I, I'm so sorry for the for the doctor. Uh, she she's 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 brilliant. She's she's amazing, but she has a very very fast and hard temper. You come to for a little bit, and you notice Arsenio's gone. You 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 make your way down the hall and you see 
Arsenio with more slashes on his chest. Dude, hey, and is he's he... not moving. Uh, yeah, 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 he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's convulsing. Uh, you see the the wounds actually start tearing up again. Shit, um, actually, actually, Wes, you go find Clara. Cash, you you've been like tending to his wounds. He doesn't have a pulse. Fuck, fuck. Clara uh, runs in and she goes, "What happened here? What what is going on?" Uh, at this point, she she looks at Arsenio. Not, not, not. Reaper and just screams. Arsenio, something, something, something killed Arsenio. The guard picks up his shotgun and cocks it and he says, All right, everybody calm down. You three. So you're telling me in the middle of the night, went up to go take a piss, end up dead? Doesn't that sound a little bit suspicious? There's some sort of parasite in him. It looked like a vine. He looks pointedly at Aubrey. This is. This is poison. Does this look like a poisoning to you? You see a green flash, and then you hear a... When you touch the sigil, it lights up green, and you fall through the wall. I poke my head through, and he goes, it's like the entrance to get in and out of this place. Come on. You see a sloth, a frog, a bear, a jaguar. Fart! And it splats against a tree. You guys see uh, a frozen tundra. It's like a mountainous region. This has the spell Revivify on it. In the second tree, you see a cache. You you see these little, you see rat tails actually moving around. um, And like the plant, like one of them moves by you and it see it's actually attached to a little mouse. (gasps) And you see a sleeping lion. You notice there's a countdown going on the tree. You all take six points of fire damage as the fire jets in this room activate. And then you just see a giant panda. Fuck yeah, I want to fight a fucking panda You're and he not, walks through the oh, door. How no, loud would no, you no, say no, you no, said no, that? No, no, no. And they got it. You see Clara kind of looking around and sees you and she motions uh, for you to uh, run out the door. And uh, as soon as you turn into this room, Clara's gone. What the hell are you guys doing in here? And she pulls out a wand. Where the hell did Clara go? Clara, she, she, she went back to bed. You see Clara quickly slide back into the wall. Y'all, I told you it was her! Let me end you so I can put you in your vessels. This will make everything go so much easier. Uh, it is a seven. I thought it was a one and almost had a flipping heart attack. So that's All right, a mark fail, one failure. Dude, the plant's a person and my thing is that I don't kill people and the plants and the omni- He's already- When you have that realization, you see that faint white glow around these two. Oh, her eyes fine. are this, are this like Whatever. sickly black now and the sickening black and green sort of energy points at you. This is where you end. And then she points it at Dr. Aubrey, one of those little tiny plant assistants, jump in the way of Dr. Aubrey. And all those little tiny plants, like the the ones that have been growing, break off and charge Clara. And she kind of, she screams, and then is devoured. And you see this giant Venus flytrap it has this uh, this big bulbous top and this these long tendrils. Feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, 
Seymour? Oh, Fundofa, you take eight points of damage. Oh, okay, I'm unconscious. Damn it, why does this keep happening? I'm unconscious. Oh, that's right. Make a death saving throw for me. Please, for the love of God. Please, 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 please. Oh, my God. Is that a nat one? Yeah, he's fucking dead. Wes goes, diamonds, diamonds, I need diamonds. Natural 20. <laughs> yes. Cash, you you feel this this tingling feeling. And, and you actually sit up from your unconsciousness and you see all around you this chaos. And, and you take a, a moment to look at yourself and you see this, you're, you're glowing, this orange. And, and you feel yourself getting sucked, sucked away, sucked away somewhere. Um, and you can't, and you, you want to fight it, but you, you can't. And, and you, you look down at yourself and you're actually missing a part of your leg. And, and you try to fight it, and you try to fight it. You're, you're this orange glow thing, and, and you're being sucked into, and you see this purple, this purple space behind you. And then everything goes black again, and you're in an elevator going up. The entire commons collapse. Uh -oh. oh shit. Oh, we just destroyed so much municipal property. I lost my jacket. That's what Wes says that in character. Damn it. Jesus, so they were behind the comments collapsing? Yep. Well, I I'm assuming they were fired for this. They they went rogue or something. Nope. Jack, you've, you... You gotta help me out here, buddy. <laughs> How is collapsing the entire fucking Boston Commons not a fireable offense? Listen, they technically did their jobs. They stopped an outlandish incursion from breaking through to our world. But you're actually not far off on that whole rogue thing, you see. Around this time, Wes... The magic one. Right. He found out that he had some missing memories, and let's just say he didn't take it all that well. Which caused some spiraling in their next mission to Kansas City. Uh, could you train me? Could you... Could you... Could you maybe... Oh, my young man! You are about to make your first sacrifice to the Temple of Iron, to the Goddess of Games! <laughs> so it's just you and Michael on this boat. I think it's time we have the talk. If your magic can't be controlled and, and you're using it more frequently now that you're working for SWAT, I, I fear that I might destroy you. Wes, you have to promise me that you're going to try harder to control that magic. The advanced zone of far speech, uh, like portals, all get shut down and everybody's like screaming and frantically like going about and it it is due to the work of the Reaper. And you guys are eventually given a mission to uh, go down to the Midwest, you see a couple of familiar faces. You see Greta of the Leaffoot, the the gnome druid you guys saw before. After to, three hours of dubstep, I hit the radio with minor hex. So uh, Wes, you feel well. You feel wet. You kind of uh, put together that you are not on Gaia, and you are definitely in Phaeton. You see a cloud of green dust, and you kind of put together that you were teleported to Phaeton. <laughs> um, and then you also see uh, Greta. It, 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 there's no way. There's no way it makes sense. There's no way. The tree said that we were in Auslan. Uh, so you mean Oz, like like follow the yellow brick road? Well, it's like... it was nothing. I mean, it was somewhat <laughs> like that. All right, this is getting out of hand. Greta kind of ran up to you, gave you a buff, and then you kind of dipped on her. A human outlander? How do I know you're not an outlander? 
on this throne is this large lion man. He's very old. We like to do things the old-fashioned way here. A little trial by fire. Detroit! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna jump fucking- I'm gonna just fucking jump through it. What the f- And your timing's just all off. What the fuck? Follow me, I've got it. I look down, Nimbus? You wanna- you wanna try this again, bud? Roll a d10. Your age changes by a number of years equal to roll. <laughs> what if we go on a magical adventure where we learn it was in the way to get back to Gaia was inside of us all along and he clicks his he heels, kind of, West clicks his heels <laughs> three times. He kind of picks up what you're saying and goes, ha ha, I like what you think. But no, those were the shoes for sure. They were very magical. What if you went to the monkeys? You're on a brick road. Oh. Yeah. It's not comfortable. You have a little crick in your back, and you have a, actually like a pretty bad headache, like right behind your Dad, eyes. Yeah. Uh, looking at some of the plants and like all around uh, is Guntar. Any insight? Oz. Oz. Ozland. Follow the yellow brick road. Hello, my name is Bok. How how can I be of assistance to you today? You would have to get either Glenda to let down the walls, or maybe somewhere, maybe the the, the scarecrow could help you. I don't. I'm not quite sure. You, you hear like a little howl, like a hoo in the distance. Um, and this guy is also, he has a top hat. Um, you can't really see his uh, his face. Um, other, you see you kind of see his eyes, like the white of his eyes uh, kind of poking through. Um, uh, and he has this long staff and he goes, well, let's have some fun. What are you, the wizard? Well, no, of course I wouldn't be anything so crude. I mean, the wizard was a fake. I'm most definitely real. You can call me... Call me the Game Master. You can tell that he's shifting colors for sure, uh, but you can't tell uh, what he's shifting to. And you see the monster you fought standing in front of you. We're gonna take y'all in to see the Scarecrow King and yeah. You see a giant floating head and he says, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I'm just kidding. How you doing? My name is Jack. I'm the Scarecrow King. Did I actually tag along with? I haven't Absolutely. seen the Man in a couple days. We would days. love to have you come. Couple with days. Us. I met the couple years. <laughs> he um he hands you guys um these purple skin tight suits, and he goes um you guys might want to toss these on if we're gonna be playing with guns. These these things are these they they turn very very fast kinetic energy into less fast kinetic energy. Do you have a minute? What are you? Oh man, you sound just like my parents. Um, and, and in front of you, this guy. You know, you should be more careful with these things. You don't want to have another accident, Cash. Oh my God! I just saw death! Oh my God! Today. Hey, I just saw death in a gas station convenience store. <laughs> I, I'm very sorry. You said you saw death. No, he touched my slim gym. Like he was. Yeah. You said he touched your what? My meats. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, this is- I'm also gonna give you the bond of the gang leader, Bradley. Greta, Guntar, where the hell are you guys? And you see the Reaper standing in your living room, Ooh. holding what seems to be like a, a dousing rod and a handheld mirror in her hand. You see um, a guy act, he, he's, he's fighting this dog almost. There's this dog that's kind of chewing on his, on his foot, um, but it only has three legs. Help me get this dog Max, off. Max, come here. Max, come here. He drops the briefcase, and you see a couple of these, like these, these suits. These almost looks like wetsuits, but they're they're purple, and they remind you a lot of the ones yeah. that you guys have at SWAT. 
I'm taking this guy down. He he goes. Ugh, ugh, All right, and he's listen. kind of stuck there, and he <laughs> um and he picks up this um this brackish black fluid. And he goes, "You fucked up." Whoop whoop whoop! Get your hands on the ground now! And he goes, "Please, please, officer, help!" These oh. hooligans attacked me. Hans is not so lucky. Um, the the officer kind of roughs him up a little bit, slamming him on the ground. You think you can just go around attacking people, punk? You guys get um kind of put in the back of the the police. Ooh. Enough joking around. This is serious. You got arrested. Do you do anything between the car ride to the pokey and getting in the pokey? Yes. The other the other guard kind of shoots point blank at you. You turn, catch the the bullet. Oh, it's the three-legged dog! I'm just calling you dog from now. Do you got a name? Do you want a name? How about Sue Wan? You see uh, a guy uh, sitting in a back corner uh, counting out some cash. And on top of that table, underneath the cash he's counting out, you see that suitcase. Who well, you got I think these my from? name's uh, kind of important around here. I don't know if you know about the Bones family, but I'm one of the heads. Call me Bradley Bones. He sticks Jesus. out his hand. Wesley Barrett. Wesley Barrett. Wesley you can call me Wes. That name sounds so familiar. It's a pair of these silver shoes. But if I can get a couple more of these suits, me and my boys can be outfitted. And, well, we don't have to worry about no no gun brawls, you know what I'm saying? I give him my digits. Uh, I'll give you a call. How about that? All right. You got it, pal. Pleasure doing business with you, Wes. You okay. made a deal with a mob boss. I mean, silver shoes. That sounds That sounds so familiar. Yes. So sorry, we have- we've been going crazy over the Reaper recently. She Arizona. stole one of Llama's books. Just find Wes, find Julie, find the others, and get back here as soon as possible. It's in here. Okay. Inside is a pair of silver slippers and three hand grenades. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll just need to borrow one of you. You feel a sudden impulse and, and, and anger towards your party, and oh. and you're surrounded by this bluish glow. Quick and spell detect thoughts. Okay, this will be fun. Your mind goes to chaos. Your brain is on fire. For some reason, all your mind can think of is chaos. Not just like to burn or to destroy, but simply to disrupt. And and this thing kind of turns at you and, and kind of laughs and he goes, <laughs> Now you know what I am. Lieutenant Julie, what are you what are you doing hiding? And you can see standing at the window, looking down at you from where you're hiding, your private looking at you. The one who got torn up? Yeah. You see a, a flying monkey? Oh, uh, no. Carrying Wes, and he's going right towards the bubble. Uh, Something's coming. As you say that, you hear a... <laughs> Thank you, my friends. You all did marvelously. I can't believe you all made it here so so quickly. I would I would have thought it would have taken so much longer. You know, Oz is is just on the brink of the Outlands, and it would be so much fun if we could bring in some more friends of mine. You and you see standing before you, Liam, all black and ready for battle. I fought the Reaper. What? <laughs> Hang on. What the fuck? Hang on. Um, you see everybody except for Enchantment and Illusion. So Jeffrey Beefos is here. I was in Ozland. Ozland was was lost a, a long time ago due to a, a failure from SWAT. Those are the silver step shoes. Those, those. I, I hate to say this in front of the whole council. I think, I think he's a danger. I think he's a danger to all of us. He like to request to the council that my team never be paired with him. I would like team, to request that their team. team never be paired with mine. And then all I remember is K 
chaos, literal chaos. It's not just like hecticness. It's not just, I've been struggling to figure it out, but it's like rolling a die and then not looking at what the die is and just acting as, as if the die had happened. It's And uh, as I walk out, I went, hey, uh, Wes wanted me to give you this. And then I flip everybody off. Heat thing. Um, and I, didn't, I was like, hmm, this guy seems like a tough guy. Don't know what to do. I probably shouldn't give him my name. Um, and I told him I was Wes. You, you're telling me these guys were in Oz. That's uh, technically classified information, but... Ah, uh, hell. Yeah, they were. We're talking Oz like like, like Wicked Witch of the West. You know, Ruby Slippers, click your heels, away you go. Munchkins. Dude, chill it with the, the M word. Oh, I, my bad. Yes, that, that was the main problem of our two worlds mingling. Anything that became pop culture on our end was sent on their end to the Outlands. The Outlands. Um, can you explain that again? Soon, but for now, let's continue on. Well, then what happened next? Well, unfortunately, Cash... The one with the cane. Bingo. Well, he made a deal with the devil, and unfortunately, when you make one, well, they just want to keep coming back for more. And I told him I was Wes? You all um, walk to the uh, the Hall of Memories, which has now been relocated here. Um, hi. I'd like to get my memories back, thanks. Yes. Uh, uh, if you want to talk about returning memories, you're going to have to talk to Scarlet. Um, Gag kind of uh, grabs you before you go. Says, uh, by the way, do you know uh, Ju- Julie's on your team, right? Her vial shattered. Her, the only one we have left is the one of her memory being erased. So if it was broken and she remembered, was the physical vial of her memory broken? Could you like, uh, uh, we were told that you could you could help help us with that. Oh, uh, not at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. I can't return to your memory, Swiss. Uh, your your specifically, I, I Michael came in here earlier, told me you're gonna come in. Your memories will kill you, probably. Michael's Michael's not in. What are you doing? What did you do? Cash, you get a. <laughs> Your phone is going off. Like, you get another uh, call, same number. I'm a little bit in mourning. Um, you know, my uh, my pops, he, he, you know, he, he passed. Unfortunately, that leaves me in charge of the family business, and uh, well, it's mainly staying out here in Chicago. So uh, I'm not gonna blow up your brother. No, 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 no. I need you to kill his highest henchman. You know, it's a personal, uh, personal shame. The last person named Wesley who turned me down. Um, it's a bad thing for him, Cash. Also, your your nephew's so beautiful. It's just a quick job, Cash. You don't think that... Oh, sorry, Wes. So you can take the gig, or you can take whatever punishment comes from it. Monsieur Cash, uh, time to do the, the job. Right. Uh, I'm good. I think I, I shit my pants. I gotta go. <laughs> Again? Again? Really? <laughs> and I'm in a case to join. So that's a two. I'm going to roll luck. <laughs> this is gonna go so bad. Roll luck. What is uh, that? Cash just died. Is that a one? That was a one, my man. And you hear a, and then a woo, and you hear two dogs go row, row. I'm gonna use hour of reaping. He goes, whatever they're paying you, man. I'll pay you double. I promise, dude. Just, just let me go. Listen, let I'm not go. gonna kill you. Cash, you do not need to bullshit me. 
go finish the job. We're going to do a shadow puppet show, and I'm going to shoot the dog in the head. <laughs> and as you do, you feel uh, a heat from within you. King, you see this, like, really, really old lady, um, and she's, like, crocheting. Julie, as you walk by, she kind of stops for a minute and sets her crocheting down. Uh, you guys walk for about uh, about 15 minutes, um, and you see that uh, that old woman who is crocheting again. She uh, she's now like she she set the crochets in size, and she says, uh, "Excuse me." Just keep walking. Just don't look at them. I would not try that. You know, Monsieur Bradley Bones would be very disappointed if uh, his right hand man was not present any longer. She says, you are making a mistake. Eight points of damage. I'm unconscious. You take, he takes two swipes at you and you uh, finally give out consciousness. You some, like you hear just a slight clang as you see Pierre on the ground, blood pouring from his head and standing over him, a Josing Saija. This is not Pierre. What? Please tell me I just did not just kill Pierre. No, I did. We'll say I did. Some part of you just wants to look at the body one more time. Okay? Yeah, you yeah. open the trunk to the to the body and you kind of look over and then you just start laughing. You, they're gonna try to kill my sister and my nephew and her husband. I need to make sure they're safe. We but... can put them on watch for 24 hours, but after that we can't. There's for nothing. 24, that's it. Set you up with a meeting. Absolutely not. Well, then I think we're done here. Gash, I am disappointed. Oh, shit. Tough rap for the kid. Yeah. Luckily, he knew a pretty secretive magical organization that could cover for him, but... But? There was a catch. There was a terrorist known as the Reaper that was evading us for quite some time, and... Luckily, we found them, but unfortunately, their captors wanted something very valuable to trade for them. How valuable are we talking here? How familiar are you with the works of Leonardo da Vinci? Oh, sh... And he goes, you did what? Look. No. You know what? No. They you will, are not to fix this They will kill his can. family. They have, they threatened him already. I'm involved you in a life me. of crime. I'm going to need you guys to steal the Mona Lisa. Ladies and gentlemen of the council, ladies and gentlemen of the Society of the Weird and Terrifying, the Reaper has been caught. Sitting in front of you are three people. Uh, You know them quite well. You see uh, Amber, Jack, and Michael. We said we were going to give out favors for whoever took up this mission. I think this is most appropriate. Are you okay with this? Hell fucking yeah, this is the best shit ever. I'm just so fucking excited. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Hell yeah, Mission Impossible, let's go. You can spirit see, and that's something that what very that? few can do. <gasps> no. Have you guys even, I mean, what is your? what are your spirit avatars leading you? Oh, well, Jack, that makes a lot of sense. And you hear something. It sounds really familiar. Find me. How? Um, and Lama goes, how was your journey? I jump up and I run out of the room as fast as I can. What is, what is Julie thinking? Um, she's having a panic attack. I'm going to channel into your mind, Wesley. Um, I just need you to focus on the memories that you think you might have lost. Uh, what, what happened? What color is your hair? You, you hear it just again for a second. 
Find me. Where? That voice? Yeah. You know it, for sure. Who is it? It's you. You begin laughing. And that laughing turns into a cackle. Oh. Your nose is bleeding as you're on the ground. And you're crying. I'm, I'm sorry, Wes. I can't let you have those memories back. Spell scrolls. Me and Julie. We both need... This is both of our wish. You give us... You get another call. Number you do not recognize. I am the brother of Bradley Bones. And I don't know what god I pissed off, but... To be working with you three is a fucking death trap. If these guys fuck this up, I want to be the one to call it in. Julie, we we really do need you on this mission. Uh, I'm really not uh, strong enough to do that right now. Lightly touch Julie's shoulder don't touch and say, me. Do you want to talk outside briefly? I don't feel well after going into the spirit realm thing. But I will not be making any attempts to try to save your life. I will not be making any bold sacrifices. If you get yourself in the shitter, you're in the shitter. You get yourselves out. Got it? Julie, you walk up to the um, to the office of the Chair of Conjuration. Your your father. What remind me, what was your last name again? Davin. Davin. He freezes. With the blood dripping from his nose, you realize that he is having a psychic seizure. Oh my god! And you guys see, uh, protected by bulletproof glass, roped off so that people can't get up too close to it, you see the Mona Lisa. Don't worry, guys. I've seen National Treasure four times. On your way up especially, you kind of glance at a couple pieces of art, and every once in a while you'll you'll catch like just a flicker of like a, a, a white light kind of radiating from some of these pieces you get to the victory of uh salmon the aura is palatable this has this has to be one person to get in and out of there what's the plan so far well we need to regroup and check but uh as of right now it's uh steal the mona lisa so how are you planning on getting the painting out of its casing oh i know a guy um yeah i'm gonna go do that then okay cash what are you doing I'm gonna go play with my nephew. As you walk by herself, she's she's knitting again, and she kind of sits up. Ju- Julie, was it? You uh, leave the lot, and you kind of walk down to where your your gym, well, was. Oh no! You see um, scorch marks on the buildings next no to it. No one wanted to call me. You get a phone call. I technically owe you a favor. Now, if you're going to be rude about this. No. Good. What do you need? One of those two, like, one-way speaker things where there's, like, a glass dividing it. Oh, yeah. Ah, Julie. Yeah, okay. Uh, How do you know me? You and I are linked. Yeah, you said that, but I want details. Hello. I should introduce myself. My name is Lacuna. We are from another world. That is all and simple. Ah, well, not many people walk by who share the same fate as me. Yeah, I'm not one of them. He was... I never saw him myself. It was only a voice. You hear a slight slight whisper from within. My point is, if things do go sideways, can they not be on the lamb? The original SWAT council was the ones to facilitate that. Obviously, the sacrifice being on the parts of all but the human who led Gaia into its current state. God, I'm having a panic attack in real life. (laughs) It's like... Julie, before we can have any kind of conversation about 
your story or my story, you have to buy into this. And she motions to the, the room and SWAT in general. This story. How are we related, Amber? I have no idea other than we apparently share the same pawpaw. So, um, just want to let you know that tonight's the, the night. Wes, don't get caught. It's not worth it. Yeah, I'll let you know how I'm doing. Okay, thanks. All right. Love you. Click. And um, they're sending me to Europe for a little bit. Ooh, take off as many pictures as you can. Cash, while you're walking around and kind of just casing the joint from afar, you notice this older woman kind of doing the same thing you're doing. You begin cutting into the glass, and you get about one inch before you hear a... You look at Cash, and you just see darkness swallow Cash, and inside, your greatest fears. Uh, in a bonus action, polymorph into a pigeon. The victory of Salmon Thrust comes at you, mace in hand, although it doesn't have hands. We're good. Roll 2d10. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You instantly teleport outside. You see a an angel burst out of the walls of the Louvre, and you also see an old woman kind of barreling out from one of the glass windows. Uh, make a death saving throw. Yeah, because it's my turn. That's a one. To SWAT headquarters in Paris. Uh, people there are freaking out. Yeah. You jump down and you grab the Mona Lisa. Oh, thank God. But then you get this, like, anger that starts to build within you. Take it from me. Take it from me. Take I take it. From it. Me. Uh, Michael goes, you still need to, you know, trade that in for... <laughs> double double birds. Fuck you all. Hey, he walks out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> he pokes his head back in. He goes... Fucking, uh, yeah, I fucking stole that motherfucker, and then he leaves. What crime are we committing today? Well, I mean, technically trading of a priceless artifact is a crime, so I think you have to recover a certain personnel that's been evading us for a long time. I turn to cash. 20 bucks says that they that, that this goes bad. And he says, oh, oh my God, I am so sorry. Um, terribly sorry. And he kind of starts uh, dusting you off. He says, I... I, I, I I am Sildor. I, I apologize. Uh, may I have your name? And you you look at you look at Wes, and you're like, I I know that his name is Wes, but I want to call him Sildor. All right. Um, everybody coming in to, for the bidding of the Reaper. Anybody who does not have satisfactory deals that the Queen will not take will be obviously chastised and reprimanded for wasting the Queen's time. Um, and you guys hear a ding, and the elevator doors open up, and you see before you a large banquet hall, about 12 dozen other people, where you see the most beautiful woman you've ever seen in your life. As you kind of Courtly. walk around, uh, t- walking around trying all these different fruit, you see this um, this woman kind of approach you. Interesting. My name's um, Kumi. Nice to meet you. We would like to offer you the priceless Gaian artifact. And he pulls the silk cloth off in a dramatic fashion, the Mona Lisa. There seems to be a little bit of a problem, a reason to believe that this may have been the Mona Lisa. This is not. Hmm, interesting. Well, it would appear as though this is unsatisfactory. 
You have wasted my time. And TJ kind of looks around and goes, I will take the debt. And like that, TJ is gone. For the tomfoolery, another debt is owed now. Just take a deep bow. Wes steps forward and says, I, I'll take Jordan's time. Uh, Jordan, tell them what happened. I'll take CK's time. I'll take Taylor's time. They all kind of look at you bewildered. Get us out of here. You're the diplomacy team. You are in this prison center, and in the farthest corner, you see a figure in a purple robe, hooded. You see the Reaper. Don't, don't make any moves here. I'll kill one of you before you can kill me, and I will kill one of you. What's magic about the room is that there is no magic in the room. Ah, you're not the wheat reaper, but um, you'll make a great court jester. Cash, you see the that humanoid um, woman, uh, Kumi, comes by. He grabs the reaper by the, the face mask and goes, I paid a pretty penny for you, so you will tell me your secrets, or perhaps you'll make a better meal than an informatory. I own you now. I am your master, and you will show me respect. Come, Kumi, I tire, I'm leaving. If you'd like a ride back, come now. I- Julie, Julie, hang on, let me speak her language. You may not know this about us, but we're kind of the bad boys of SWAT. By bad, he means we're... competent. You guys hear a kind of a, a This is uh, Sildor <laughs> slash West. <laughs> now, um, I'm going to be letting all of you out, so um, I think a, a debt is an order, no? Now, I have gotten you out, but technically my debt is not paid. I must get you out of the prison. Uh, so uh, your choice, left or right, follow, uh, I'll do whichever one you want. Wes? Julie? Uh, Wes, Ju- Julie. Uh, Sildor? Sildor. Hey, guys. Sitting on the ground, the Reaper. Oh, great, you. She says, ah, why do I keep on running into you people? So the, the Chair of Abjuration is my adoptive father, kind of, sort of? The Chair of Abjuration. <sighs> they took everything from me. If I could remember what they did, that would be great. You see a, a light up ahead, and then you hear a voice in your head that says, Go that way. I don't listen to voices in my head. But you know me. I don't. Julie, you do. And you hear a couple of people chatting. What are you asking me to do? Do you understand the kind of power our alliance with SWAT has? We can't just go in and break that. You're asking us to make war on humans. That will not be a problem, sir. The entire human race will no longer be a problem if you aid us in this endeavor. And you can tell that this is the enchantment chair's aid. The man goes unconscious. Make a charisma saving throw for me. What the hell? And then you raise your cane above your head, slam it down on his head. And you hear a sickening. You feel bad, but you also feel good. You also see this like faint white glow and you turn and look. And among the artwork, you see the Mona Lisa. Son of a bitch. Congratulations. You managed to escape my prison. And behind you, you see Queen of the Fairies, Elfane. Oh. Suddenly, you guys see sickly black tentacles 
pull up from the earth. So that turn was an abject failure. <laughs> What if she looks exactly like your mom? What if it turns out? What uh, if it turns what out? What if it is your mom? What if it turns out that Julie's a fish person and can breathe underwater? <laughs> and, and that darkness around the Reaper's face, you're, you're starting to see just slight hints of facial features. That is six points of damage. I'm down. Make a charisma saving throw. Uh, you see Cash get stricken across the chest by this wicked claw that comes from the mirror. And you see him take a step back and almost fall. And then he catches himself. You all look upon Cash and are frightened. Uh, that is a 16. That's Mark one fell death saving throw. Okay. Wait, hang on. <laughs> Wes, make a wisdom saving throw. You kind of look at the Reaper and a thought passes through your mind. Uh, you, the glass, actually, from the chandelier crashes down on you oh, all. okay, that makes sense. And as it does, you see the Reaper turn to the mirror and jump in the pile of glass. Um, and you see Queen Elfame now take a step out from behind the, um, uh, the piles of technology, seeming com from coming out of nowhere. I had a debt to pay, and I paid that debt today. To whom? I simply ask that you act as an opposite force to a debt that will come upon me very soon. It is simply something you will already be doing. I only ask that you do it with my blessing. And you see Cash fall to the ground cold. Actually, can you two leave the room again? And you're back in this space, the same space you were in during the Botanist and Boston arc, this weightless void. And you see your form again, and this time your form is a little bit more faded than it was before. You're, you're, the piece of your leg is even more gone and you feel like you're being sucked towards this purple space. And then you hear a voice, a familiar voice. Uh, no, you come this way and you're pulled and you're gone. So the kid's dead. Not only that, the magic one, Wes, well, he got his memory back. Turns out the terrorist was his mother and his uncle was the guardian who had been taking care of him for his whole life. And his father was an outlander. Fuck. The military one, well, her mother ended up getting cancer, poor thing. Still not sure exactly how that's connected. Uh, well, I'm I'm starting to see holes in your story. How is this cash guy? Is uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting there. Hold on. You see, Cash wasn't fully dead, not in the magic sense. He was just somewhere else. We needed to find him. So we got an expert. Well, elite, eh, a, a familiar team, and a new replacement in the meantime. There's something wrong. Cash, it wasn't his time. His spirit. I couldn't find it. What? Wait, is this the the investigations team? Listen, we need you for this mission. <laughs> We're going to go to the astral plane, and you all see these silver cords kind of st stretching out from your backs. Don't let those things get cut. They're not easy to cut. Some of these beings in here like to cut them. If you get cut, there's no way for me to pull you back easy. The Bastion of Unborn Souls is a uh, is a dark place. 
I recommend bringing a lot more than four people in a dog. You haven't seen these four people yet. One of us has a lightsaber. Uh, I, I step in. What is your name, sir? My name is McGullancully. <laughs> nice to meet you. Whoa. You feel the singular sensation of your soul being separated from your body. And suddenly, Nelson, your physical being is here on the ship. Nelson, you kind of take a, a look around and you see these these portals now kind of opened up now that the astral storm has kind of passed. And you see this other one that's like just darkness. I've seen this creature before. It's a gremlin from the movie Gremlins. What are these Gaians doing on our territory? Look, buddy, I don't think you want to mess with us. I just took a long rest. You should really let us through. He kind of gut punches you. You know what? Fuck this dude. Booming blade. The captain, now that the the ship is out of immediate danger, runs over to you, Wes, and picks you up by the scruff of your shirt. You cost me a good man today. Tell me why I shouldn't throw you off the side of the ship right now. To be completely honest, I don't really have a good reason. He says, you're down right, it won't. He puts you down and then backhands you. And everybody on board stops and takes a minute and then gets back to work. Sure, you've cost the life of one of their crewmates, but you don't know how many more lives that's going to cost. One? 21? <laughs> yeah, this time you could tell uh, exactly where it's kind of going. You see it's in the oh, upper level of the bastion. What you guys see is essentially a, a system of floating islands all coming up to a peak. And at this peak, there's kind of this bright orb in the middle. And because because everything's kind of dark around you, the, this peak is like the sun almost giving light to the bastion itself. And you see like different spectral creatures on these different tiers. And y- you can tell like these islands have different purposes. You can't tell what. It says his name was Laszlo Warner Jr. And he loved his nephew very much uh, and you see the the Solby kind of float out a little bit and then you see it kind of shaking and, and Nelson you've never Ooh, seen like this that. happen before but it's shaking and shaking and then it splits into two. Oh no and Shit. one kind of floats up and another one kind of floats down it is a Shalderon's manor a dragon's house who bought him? Someone bought him. Was yeah, it the dragon? Julie, was, no, did was the dragon girl. buy him? No, the girl bought him, but I, th- did, I think she worked for the dragon. <laughs> All you know is that Ashaldoran is an ancient <clears throat> red dragon. Oh, uh, fuck. He used to be like a terror to uh, the astral plane and Gaia itself. Then SWAT stepped in and kind of threatened him. And uh, you know that Ashaldoran is essentially the king? Cov- the- governor? Mayor? Governor, mayor, uh, not elected. Uh, magistrate. The Ooh, magistrate yeah. of the Bastion of Unborn Souls. He's actually out. He's been gone for about a, about a month in astral time. I don't know how long that translates to your your time, but um, no, he hasn't been here in quite a while. It's been it's been a bit crazy. We had a rift open up to the Outlands about three three months ago. It it wasn't pretty. Uh, the Sentinels kind of got a little shaken, and well, uh, a couple of people got corrupted. From what I understand, it's it's a group of, yes, uh, sailors for sure, but also some souls that have, mm-hmm. are, are fighting against the, the kind of structure that Ashaldron's bringing. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, a Captain Davenport. That got bad news. My lights, my eyes are now light beacons, <laughs> and I have to close them to turn it off, so I need you to leave me around. Cash! 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 Uh, Julie, you smash open the door. Wes, you run in, and you guys see Cash. He's fending off this woman with this golden pole. This woman has long claws and these sharp teeth. Is it the woman? 
you might be wondering how Cash got here. You see Cash uh, is this like spectral, uh, almost orangish being, and he's missing like his left leg from his knee down is just gone. Um, he's kind of both using the staff to keep himself upright, but also to fend off uh, this this woman. Uh, he turns to, to Kumi and kind of... All right, hey, be nice. Nice. She's a friend. Cash, did you just say that she's a friend? I don't know. Why are you here? Jack sent us on a mission to get you. Why are you? Why are they here? Uh, your your soul didn't pass on. You died, and I, I figured you were stuck in. I, I mean, I didn't know if you were in the hells. If you were, I don't. I don't know what happened. I'm right what here. What are you doing here? You're in the the bastion of unborn souls. You're you're where souls who still have business congregate and are expended. Cash. The longer you stay here, the more you're at risk for your soul to become corrupted. I mean, look at you. Look at yourself, Cash. Could you come with me? You know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Y'all ever heard of a soul needle? We just got to figure out how to get them back physically. You see the the tuning fork begin to vibrate and vibrate and vibrate. And then you guys are all sucked down into this this portal that kind of opens up. It, it, it sent them into a random location. I, 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 I messed up. Michael, I messed up. How random. And there is somebody who's kind of staying in the dorms that has been studying some divination. You kind of walk up to him, and uh, his name is Tedley. We need you to locate somebody. It's an emergency. Ooh, um... You good? Uh, Are you Wes okay? And, Wes and Julie, you guys see Nelson with uh, Kumi walking slowly behind him, her eyes closed. I don't know if this will be any help, but... And then she leans down and gives Cash a kiss. For a moment, nothing seems to happen. And then suddenly, Cash's eyes flicker open. So Cash and his demon fox girlfriend live happily ever after. So we'd hope. And Nelson, boy genius, seemed eager enough to join the team, so we let him have at it. All right, but I'm still not seeing how all of this leads us to where we are right now. Hey. You said you wanted context. You're getting plenty of it. Right, right. So, Cash is replaced. He's replaced, and the team seems to be doing well. They have a few slip-ups here and there, but the next few months seem to go by without major incident. Then comes their next mission, the one that changes it all. But before I get to that, you remember that thing about the spirits being important. Yeah... She just kind of looks at you surprised. She says, What does this mean, Amber? That's the original council. You're spinning. You're falling. You're dying. That pressure, now unbearable, is pushing on your entire being. Then there's, that sen- there's a sensation of that pressure leaving you. And standing right in front of you is you. The boys want to get moving, and uh, I haven't woken up Garnall yet, but um, I, think it's, I think it's time we head out. I think we're close. Could I just have a moment, please? Ah, hello, my little friend. Where the fuck did Robert get off to? I don't know. I think he's pissing or something. You see in, in, in the far corner these two giant statues, and sitting up top you see this, like, giant glowing orb kind of sitting in the palms of these two stone statues. You see <laughs> Robert get sucked into this thing. Oh, goodness. Into the orb? Into the orb. Jump! You see these two statues lower their hands and turn to the rest of you. That's roll initiative. Clarissa, around you, that similar space that you've been in before, and you breathe out, and as you do, you are ejected from the orb, and then you see Robert fall out of the orb. Everybody run! There's no words to describe what's in there. 
from you will help you tremendously. So use them. I'm assuming that you guys want to take a trip into the spirit realm to learn a little bit more about your mission. I don't know how you managed to reach me through that veil, but I hope the power that I gave What veil? She kind of smiles and she says, Julie, wait your turn. I am having a conversation. She's not not talking talking to you. you. She's talking to me. And you guys see that the Warforged now stands there, almost in a deactivated state. You see a android-esque Warforged robot. Robert, you fucking bastard. We need to get Karnok to a... We need Karnok to a cleric. Is he dead? T1NK, you've been kind of released, and you're kind of on your own now. Your master has been slain due to the wizard that then enslaved you. So... With Garnog incapacitated and Robert being a, a right prick, we're uh, kind of in the market for a new team member, as it were. Uh, how's about saving the world? That seems like a lot. Everybody kind of all at the same moment takes a pause, and I think everybody goes at the same time. Society? Society? I think we have. Well, it sounds like we're in agreement. I believe that is a majority. It's still social. It's close enough. You know what? It's close enough to a club. I'm fine with that. Investigation branch of your society has informed you that there has been strange creatures perusing the outside of the city walls. It's pure darkness. And suddenly a cloud of darkness appears over the city. And it is time for you all to, as the council, move out and protect your land. But it's no longer a cave. You see standing before you a dark, hideous mountain with blackness pouring out of the top of it, making it look akin to a volcano. But well, that's that new. looks bad. How did, how did we miss that before? Yeah, I was about to say, we haven't heard anything about this. We what, need to, what, we need to. I would like to conduct a full uh, internal inquiry about the investigation team because it seems they weren't doing their job. They seem incredibly incompetent. Well, how about I take you first? Die! You guys see the light inside of Tink. Power down. I grip my staff. Uh-huh. I look I look at my friends. I say, I want you all to know you're the best friends I ever had. I, I just need wish you to know that. No. And then I turn and I slam my staff down. I said, I wish the darkness is gone and cast wish. Oh! Okay. As you do that... You almost say this in unison with Fosco. Oh, shit. (laughs) She begins playing this music, this kind of soft, strummy music at first. And as you do, the darkness begins to slowly funnel its way in. And here's where your cost comes. It will cost you your life to make this wish happen. You see, Clarissa, you're the only one left now. There's like a sliding sensation. Almost like the the world itself is being split into two. And as it does, it's split into two. The beginnings of Gaia and Phaeton. You would see the battle winding to an end. Your vision would split. And then you'd wake up. You wake to find yourself in complete darkness. But you can feel the blood dripping from your wounds. Eight bolts pin you to a crucifix, and you feel the pulse after pulse as the darkness creeps into the openings created by these bolts. There's not much time. You must 
Each night, the nightmares show darkness enveloping you. Each night, you are torn apart in different ways. You do battle alongside your friends, outraged by the one that had betrayed you. You kick him into the abyss, but not before losing your friend, T1NK. You see her inspiring music begin to play his powerful words, and the two of them face off against the darkness. But what they don't notice, front, you see strands of their powerful magic peeling off and entering you. Thank you. And standing right in front of you, is you. So, let me get this straight. The robot dies. The elf is absorbed in the darkness, and the other two magic people split the worlds, leaving just the human who populates the Earth. Back then it was called Gaia, and it still is in some circles, but yes. That's what we called the divergence, when the world of magic and the world of humans split. All right, I see how all that is tied together, but again, what does that have to do with these four? Like I said, their stories are tied together, almost like a reflection. The challenges they face in the spirit realm mirror their challenges that they face in their next mission. This is why I'm telling y'all, you shouldn't be dealing with this stuff. you have to listen to me. Go on. The thing that had my spirit first... It wasn't, it wasn't like an elf or a dwarf or a human. It was a machine, Dad. Would you just tell me the I truth? I don't know for what you're once? talking about. Uh, stop lying to me. I, I saw your emails. You look back at your father, and he's holding this small remote. Yeah. As he's kind of holding down this button, you manage to slap the remote out of his hand, and he goes, "Nelson, stop, please." What do you mean, I- stop? What is that? catch someone in a kind of hooded robe dart down in an alleyway. You catch a a flick of gold on one of them, kind of a a sword. But you all kind of make your way down this chamber and into this large open chamber hall. And sitting on that throne, you see the fattest dwarf you've ever seen. Oh my. Now if you lot don't get this ale, it's off with their heads, all of you. Let's do it. Woohoo, road trip. New art. So before you is just a extremely long plane of uh, desert sands. Midoid. And none of them are moving. None of them seem to be moving. This is super trappy. I think trappy. they might be statues. Popping up from beneath the desert sands, you see five basilisks. It's, it's fine. If Nelson dies, we can rebuild him better this time. You are stopped by two guards and they go, halt, what are you all, what, why, are you, why are you all coming into our, our village here? Listen, there's a campsite over about a half a mile south of the city. If you want, that'll probably be the place where you want to hole up for the night. Do you, do you know this, the story of the, the Lucky Foot? I, I wasn't going to sing that version, uh, Larog. Uh, there is a, a human here and I'm assuming he works for the society. It's important that they, that they know. Nelson, you're kind of stirred from your sleep as you hear a scream. Wes, you also hear a scream coming from the city. Is that a motherfucking dinosaur? What you got there, Nelson? This is a goddamn dinosaur! (laughs) And you see a a bunch more of those velociraptors carrying more of those people. I don't want you all messing with any of this stuff, but sure, go ahead. You You can take a look at them. They're nothing but... They seem to be some kind of robot. It seems to be tied to another artifact. I can't quite tell what, but you said it was tied to the circle. Hmm, interesting. Perhaps it, uh, you can teleport. Everyone standing in the circle is whoo, teleported. You guys are on an ashy wasteland. 
fire and dirt and soot kind of surround you. No vegetation inside. All you see taking up the entire horizon in front of you is this massive, huge, mountainous volcano. Hold on. They were they were dragged through here. This is this is where they are. Nope. Ziv and Zav have been kind of examining the volcano and they go, uh guys, it seems that the lava is an illusion that then opens out into a beautiful tropical paradise. You will speak to the council. Oh again. We are the council of the Society of the Winged Amphibious and Terrorbound. There is a large aberration that seems to be hurrying our small but plentiful village. You shall witness this in front of the queen. You see peering open above you all, towering. You see a large terror-esque. About it. It's like Ozland all over again. Yes, but they won't vanish. Oh, well, what do you think happened in the spirit realm after you died? I don't know, Julie. Maybe if you had gone in and it wasn't such I a can't. little baby about I it. I can't. Yeah, you can. You can. You won't. I can't. You won't, Julie. Okay, fine. I won't. I can't tell if you're dense or stupid, but have you really not put it together yet? I'm you. I'm your sister. Your stepsister. Uh, well, guys, it's time to die. You also notice up and above the cave entrance, you catch a security camera. Do you know what he didn't look for with the remote access? Huh? The fucking ale. And you see on this wall, five figures in these large portraits. You both recognize these figures, and you realize that they're all members of Unidirectional. And you see four little eye tentacles kind of piercing Ew. off of them. No. You turn to Julie and chuck your axe. Make an attack on Nelson because he's right there at your eye level. As you hear like a bubbling sound coming from up ahead and you see a faint glowing orange light. In front of you all, you see a essentially a moat of lava. You see three of these kind of floating tentacle creatures and you are poisoned and paralyzed. And he goes, hey, 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 I don't want any trouble. I don't want any trouble, hey. Karchuk, that vaguely sounds familiar. All right, I'm gonna smoke him with a fifth level chromatic orb. Turn him into a grease spot. You guys are fucking savages. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> are you ready? Is your master ready? Of course he is. Did you bring his gift? As Nelson kind of listens in on this conversation, you see his eyes turn red. You also see two completely black figures. You instantly recognize one of them. You see the game master. I don't understand it. What are you asking me to do? Do you understand the kind of power our alliance with SWAT has? You're asking us to make war on humans. That will not be a problem, sir. Jules, I'm, I'm sick. And she pulls off her bandana to reveal a completely bald head. Julie, like, like the tentacle. But inside, you see the barrel. God, um, I, I just don't have a good feeling about this to present your findings. You see... Bringing outsiders into our utopia presents a certain amount of risk. You can take yourselves and go, or you can remain here, and these few dozen can go free. It was simply a test to see if you were heroes or if you were simply adventurers. It is 
obvious that you cannot be trusted with this information, and we will have it wiped from your memories. We will also be tracking down the two members that you did not bring back. Uh, the what's dungeon? Did we, did we forget the dungeon too? Yes. You are integral to this plan. I have your word. Do I have your support? I am sorry for your loss. Hi, this is Heidi. Mom? You have reached the voicemail box of... Hang up. Okay. Hey there, Ladybug. Seems like I made a mess of things. As you guys walk to the city center, you guys hear a, a town crier crying out, and he goes, Revolution squashed! Insurgency discovered by the king's might! Bring it out, bring it! What is this? You lot think you can poison me, huh? Shit gets very, very real, very, very fast. You see Julie jump up to the throne and pin the king down and pull his arms back. And then suddenly you see Nelson jump up and slash through the king's neck. His blood begins to pour down his chest. And finally, you see Wes jump out from the side, point his finger at the king, and a sickening green ray of energy bursts forth. And he begins to quickly crumble away to ash. Regardless, I believe that this should go before the eye of the society. All right, you're fucking with me. I'll swear to whatever deity you want me to, but I'm, I'm, it's the honest truth. I don't believe you, but we will circle back to the dinosaurs later. So, the whole quest they were there on was a setup to kill the king? We didn't know it at the time, but the former chair of enchantment had a grudge against the society. As did a lot of other fey folk. Some rightly so. The enchantment chair figured if he had the society spill enough important blood, they could get enough hands for the army they needed to plunge our world into darkness. Everything had been laid out at this point. We had no idea the former technomancy chair was also in on it. Technomancy? Former CEO of Amazonian, Jeffrey Bezos. Right. Remember that thing about Ozland and how it was plunged into the Outlands? Yeah, the more humans that learn about it, Send it further into the darkness. Exactly. The enchantment chair had figured out how to flip that right on our heads. And with everything all set up, the assault on SWAT was already underway. And I think that these now being provided to each of you, and you kind of see him do a flourish, and suddenly drones kind of fly in and drop Amazonian Alexandria little boxes on each. There's a, a voice coming from the Alexandria, and it's, it's saying... Just it's saying a lot of words right now, but it's 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 describing something. It sounds very familiar, like you've heard this kind of dictation. It sounds kind of like how Llama writes. Uh oh, we never did that side quest where we to get his books back. Llama's book was about Gaia. By the order of SWAT, you are under arrest. Missing. It is very clear what is missing. The book on the Outlands. Your Phonus Far Speech does not connect to the SWAT line, but there is something very wrong. As you are doing that, you hear a boom, and that, those those shots are getting louder. Where is he? Where is he? Where is Monsieur Cash? I simply ask that you act as an opposite force to a debt that will come upon me very soon. When I was separated after we left the prison, I overheard the ambassador of the Dwarf King 
speaking to the assistant of the uh, enchantment chair, and he told him that he was crazy. Can I can I can I turn on my radio? Your uh, car, I'm assuming, is also kind of hooked up to the SWAT radio station. Completely radio silent. Ah, uh, Julie, what? what wh- where are you? What's going on? The time is upon us, young heroes. It is time for me to collect my debt, and as promised, here is my blessing. Can on I the recognize outside. the people now who are leaving? You do recognize these people. They are people who were in the prison. It's Pierre. But Nelson, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. So this is Outlander Terminator mode. I pull it can out you, from under my shirt. Can you hear me? Wes, can, can you hear Michael? me? Uh, Julie? And you turn around and it's Bob. <laughs> Help! And these vines grow and it goes. <laughs> Luckily that seed had time to grow. Hello, Julie. You all see them pull out these two grenades. They pull the pins and chuck them into the Hall of Memories. You see Jeffrey Beesbos. What's going on? Wouldn't you like to know? Unfortunately, I am not able to discuss this right now. NDAs and what have you. Unfortunately, you all (laughs) cause too much trouble for this to be allowed to happen. Julie, you recognize that voice that was speaking to Beesbos? It was the enchantment chair. He is dictating what you've been hearing through this Amazonian Alexandria. He has his feet up on his desk as well. And on his feet are silvery shoes. And then you see him pull something out of his pocket. And it's a remote. No. You feel your heart do a jump in your chest. And you collapse. I must thank you all for abetting me. My story was linked to one of the original council members, Robert Fatris. You are at the gate. You see before you an army, thousands strong. You see Queen Elfame's terrifyingly beautiful form in an ornate gold and green glimmering armor. You see that dwarvish man in golden robes, the one from the Dwarven Kingdom. You see Ashaldaron. You see Geoffrey Beesbos. And you see William R. Fatris of the Smiling Sun. Above the silken, golden, and purple hues of the Phaetonian sky, you see Gaia, but you hear something, and it's coming from Wes. Don't worry, Wes. I've got you. And his necklace begins to glow. These different colors. You see red, green, yellow, blue. All in favor of revoking the enchantment chair's membership to SWAT, say aye. All you hear is the thunderous screams of thousands. All right, then. I think that is a consensus. I thought you said that Pierre guy was dead. We thought so too, but the company that the enchantment chair was keeping decided they needed more hands, and they got the bones involved. Okay, so they're at this mountain, and I- I'm assuming they stopped them, or else we wouldn't be here having this conversation. But how does that lead to the current situation we're in now? Well, once we all had gathered, it was an uphill battle. The enchantment chair was plunging our world into darkness, and he had the higher ground and some unsavory friends with him. But you're right. We were ultimately successful. But it was at a heavy, heavy cost. You are at the gate. You see before you an army, thousands strong. Above the silken, golden, and purple hues of the Phaetonian sky, you see Gaia. And in front of you, Surrounding you, 
is a terrifying army. Tens, if not hundreds of thousands of strong. You see the most terrifying beings known to humanity at this very moment. And above them, hanging in perilous balance, there is Gaia. You see the full force of the society of the weird and terrifying, and they are ready for battle. Welcome to the battlefront, Wes. It's time we get moving. You three, we gotta get ourselves up that um, mountain. You three, you're on me. The last time I did this, uh, the world kind of ended. You see Cash kind of dash up ahead of Mammoth West, and with like a slow, fluid motion, you see his hand go out, and the boulders, it shoots off of his palm. It's chaos. You see oh, pulling no. themselves up out of the ground about two dozen earth elementals. No, God! You see the rune crack, and you see a rift appear next to you. And then you see something peculiar. You see hay flow out of this <gasps> rift. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up there, Kath. Is there a magical barrier? Well, there's definitely an illusion of some sort. Let's call for help. Reach out to the rift for help, and a small gnomish woman comes out. We've met before, yes? I am sorry for your loss. And then there is a shift. You see the game master and entropy. <laughs> this has been fun, but unfortunately, I have other things to attend to. And you're standing in this chamber. It is stone walls, very plain. It's the summer game. <laughs> Let's have some fun. You see six pods crack open above you, and there's a giant pool of water in the middle of this. And coming out of them, you see gremlins, and they all plunge into the water. Uh, I switch to the stance of the dragon. Okay. And I spend the rest of my key points. <laughs> okay. To cast fireball at fifth level. Uh, what, uh, what do I owe this pleasure here? And standing in front of this opening of this cave, you see a small, but big for its size, rodent. Uh, this is the gate here, and unfortunately, uh, we're not allowed any outlanders in. He takes your blood and begins examining it. Um, and he says a couple of arcane words, and I need you to roll luck. Oh boy. Do I get my- oh, I don't get my plus one, because I've already used it. Um, that's a fat three, my dude. I'm so scared. Three. Okay. This is a nightmare. <laughs> there- you can still succeed in this, but there will be a heavy cost. You see the chair of divination, also known as Pawpaw. Beginning to slowly make his way up the mountain path. You see Ashaldaron take notice and let loose a fiery blast, which you then you see the old man jump vertically 15 feet up in the air to avoid. <laughs> Pedal forward down, and the two go plunging over the side of the cliff, flying about 10 feet into this column of darkness. And you hear uproars of cheers beginning all around you. But then you hear a thunderous crack, and you look up. Above you, you see Gaia, Earth, and the biggest damn meteor you've ever seen in your life falling straight towards you. What do you all do? Wes, I've, uh, I've wanted you to have this, but I was afraid it might destroy you, so please, be careful. And he says, Garcia on me. Wes, you too. 
who was he referring to when he said Garcia? Garcia is, uh, um, I wrote it is down, the even, is Conjuration. Conjuration Ethan. Amber puts a hand on your shoulder and goes, No, you, you know how this ends. You see tears welling up in her eyes, but they are bouts of flames, and she goes, Wait, what's happening? He's gonna kill himself, Cash. What do you, wait, no, wait. Ethan, remember the protocol? Michael says, Wes, we're going to need your power for this. Michael, I can't do this. You know what this will do you, do to you. And uh, this this will kill you, and it, it'll probably kill me. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Amber, you have to take me up there. Remember in that memory, Wes, remember when I was hoping, wishing for something? <sighs> It has always been my dream to save the world. Anything goes, we know we don't have time. Once upon a time, there was a brave soul that sacrificed his life to save the world. It was a brave and valiant effort. And, and as he says this, you see energy kind of flowing out from the conjuration chair. And he says, I wish, I wish, I will this to be true. If he goes, can you give him just a few more minutes? There is a man I knew. It's the only person left in the world who cared about me. And now he's gone. Thank you, Wes. You feel anguish, anxiety, love, and adoration. You feel more deeply than you have ever felt in your life. And when you look around, you're on Gaia. And Cash, you just barely see Michael's form holding Wes in a loving embrace before it finally drifts off. You look up as well, and you see it. Two suns. And Julie, you catch something. In the corner of your eye, you see the shape of a familiar woman. Although she is much, much, much older than you last saw her. Or, I guess since Clarissa last saw her. You see Gaia. And now with millions of Phaetonans added back to our world, things were going to get complicated. But the powers that be that decided that this action would be appropriate decided they would take care of it on their own. SWAT is being disbanded. Oh my god. Okay. And um, finally, god. <laughs> Julie, I like you. Ooh. Wow. As more as I mean that the, that's improved from the first impression. I was wondering if maybe we could spend some more time together. Sure, as long as I'm here, I guess. I might see if the army's willing to take me back, but... There are tears in Jordan's eyes as he clenches the tissues he has in his fist. You see him dash over to the dormitories and slam the door, uh, in, into one of the dorms and slam the door behind him. You trailing right behind him. You hear whispers. You, you can bring him back? Jordan, stop what you're saying right now. This might be fast. Do you want to move in together? Uh, I kind of just assume so. That might, that's okay, a little bit cool. on me. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you feel a cold sensation behind you. You turn around. Standing behind you is a Justin Saija. They suddenly lunge at you. Their cold claws tearing into your very soul. I close my eyes and I try to find stillness. Those were Joe Singh Saija? 
Yeah. Hmm. Shit. Julie, you hear a knock on your door. Okay, go and answer it. As you open the door, you see another beak. Are you Julie Davenport? I have a message for you. Hey, Ladybug. I've got her. And when the time is right, come find us. Ah, I see. That's where everything lines up. So, you understand now? I'm still missing a lot of context. Whatever happened to the Nelson kid? Is he complacent in all this? That voice you said Cash was hearing, and another accomplice. What happened to Wes's mother, the Reaper? You also never explained what Lieutenant Julie Davenport's connection to the magic world was exactly. Pierre escaped, that fine woman too. I mean, the dinosaurs, Jack? Listen, Jack, I'll buy into your story, all right? Buy it for a dollar. I can tell when somebody's being forthright with me. It's my own little gift. But I am going to need you to cough up the rest of it. I need answers, and I don't want you stalling for time. <laughs> answers, huh? <laughs> answers. Well, you know what? Sure. I'm not doing anything. Strap in. We've got a lot of ground to cover. Between chaos and eternity, loss and abandon, this is where you will find the begetter and the path of salvation. Look to eternity, Wes. Revolution is nigh. The loss need found. But first, you must find yourself in the Sea of Stars. The two wait aboard a starry ship, waiting for revolution to settle. There you will find the missing pieces filled and reunited with home once again. Ha, 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 ha.